Each day we get hundreds of questions from our clients and other small and mid-sized business owners about some of the most common HR issues. We figured if they have those questions, you might too. Let's provide a lifeline and share our answers to some of the most common scenarios. This is HR Rescue with your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! We've all been there. You open your eyes and you know you're sick. The headache, stuffy nose, body aches. You knew you'd eventually catch the bug that's been going around. But you're a dedicated employee, so you take some cold meds and you head into the office. You've got work to do. That project deadline is looming, and you don't want to leave your coworkers to carry the load. However well-intentioned, this is a huge mistake. Somewhere between 5 and 20% of Americans get the flu every year, with hundreds of thousands hospitalized. Summer colds, sinus infections, strep throat. During this time of year, many people with fevers, aches, and runny noses will face the question, should they go into work? When it comes to the workplace, the office environment is the ideal conduit for germs to spread, even when only a single person is sick. Consider the routine of office activity, commonly touched surfaces like doorknobs, microwaves, phones, and the coffee pot. Best health practices include avoiding contact with sick people, staying home when sick and encouraging employees to do so, covering coughs and sneezes, proper hand-washing hygiene, disinfecting common surfaces. As an employee or manager, you play an important role and encouraging your employees to adhere to these guidelines. You can reinforce good habits by prominently posting the CDC guidelines in common areas, providing supplies such as tissues, disinfecting wipes, and hand sanitizer, and even offering free or low-cost flu shots for those employees who wish to get vaccinated. Finally, encourage sick employees to remain at home till they at least are symptom-free for 24 hours. Note that many states and cities may require employers to provide a certain amount of sick leave, either with or without pay, to their employees. Make sure that your sick leave policy complies with any applicable state or federal laws and is clear in specifying eligibility rules, whether sick leave is paid or not, how many days are provided each year, and any carryover provisions. Regardless of what is required and what you decide with your sick leave policy, you should include the policy in your employee handbook if you distribute one. Remember, while it may be tempting to allow a sick employee to come to work in the name of productivity, an outbreak of influenza or other communicable disease can thwart the productivity of your entire workforce for days or even weeks, and that's a cost no business can afford. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the HR Rescue Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The HR Rescue Podcast is made possible by HR Shield, the firm consulting group of Tampa, and your host, Jenny Stone. Here we go! This podcast was recorded in Tampa, Florida and Greenville, South Carolina, and was produced by Lonnie West at LRW Media Studios. Find us in your favorite podcast app or online at hr-rescue.com.